Welcome back to the Risk Report with Roman the Stoic. Today is fucking Monday, and this is episode number 45. Can you believe that? We're getting to 45 fucking episodes. I've kind of slowed it down, too. You know, I was knocking out about three a week, four a week sometimes. Um, now I'm just kind of knocking out about two a week. So I do apologize about that. I'll see if I can kind of start getting into the swing of things again. But, um, you know, for the people who've been tuning into the last couple podcasts, thank you. Uh, we've had a couple great guests. We had Timothy Fonseca. Uh, my buddy, who's a, who's a pilot, um, flies for one of the major airlines and, and did a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, so if you want to tune into the aviation world and everything, check out that podcast. I believe it's episode number 42 with Timmy. Um, shout out to TJ again. Uh, another buddy of mine who's a financial advisor, former financial advisor, day trader, um, just a finance guy, right? A guy working with big numbers and uh, I had him on and, and we had a couple, you know, we had some shit to say about, you know, his family and everything and, and just going over these people's lives and how they think and what they do. And, you know, so shout out to them. Thank you so much for coming in again. Shout out to also Sam Luna S Luna, also known as Quazy. That was the latest podcast episode number 44. Um, that one's tune into the world's most hated. And Sam's an interesting guy, you know. Um, these are all interesting guys. Sam's really interesting in, in how his mind works. Definitely a little more out there. Um, but that's what, you know, that's what makes artists artists. And he did touch on some things in that podcast where, you know, mental health and, and being an artist, being a musician, being just a thinker like that, whether you're a comedian, a drummer, a fucking singer, a producer, a painter, right? All these people, you know, they do have these crazy creative minds and it's awesome how, how a lot of us think, but we're also kind of delving on the sides of mental health. Um, you know, because if you think about it, all these really, really great creative people, there's always some some sort of, whether it was a trauma from their childhood or something they had seen in life and Whatever the case may be, there's always something a little off with us. And, you know, with Sam, it was great to talk, to open up with him about that and, and to talk about more of the mental health side um, just in general, right? This is something that I haven't, that I think I have t- spoken about, but haven't really, right? I haven't really delved into the mental health side of things on the podcast, but I do try to give advice for life. And in in a sense, I feel like that delves um, into mental health, you know, because at the end of the day, we we have to, we're in this crazy vessel of a body in this world and um, our thoughts can really get so crazy and chaotic at times. So to me, always having some sort of discipline will ground you to this earth, right? Um, discipline in what you do. Discipline into achieving goals for what you want to do, whether it's art or anything like that. Any any professional career, you're going to have to set goals, right? Um, and I think that's something I'm going through now too, you know, maybe a little late into the pandemic. I tried to kind of on and off get get into working out again throughout the pandemic, but I finally said it, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to start going to the, because I was going to the gym by the 
by the crib here, but they got nothing, right? Just a couple treadmills and like a cable thing and, and that's it. So I had kind of done everything I could do at that point at that little gym. And I decided to go across the street, go join the UFIT and start going to the gym five days a week. I've been on, you know, two weeks of it. This is my third week of it now. And, um, you know, feeling good, but it's about having that discipline. It's about having that drive to push yourself every fucking morning and say, okay, got to go do chest and tries today, you know? Okay, tomorrow we got to do back and back and biceps, right? And you just, you got to, you got to discipline yourself to go there one hour a day, right? Work up to it. Eventually you'll be there an hour and a half, eventually two hours, right? Um, It's just working at it, working at it, working at it. And it's, I don't know why I'm doing it. I think it's just to become healthier. I know that I have, you know, a good body. You know, I really do have a good body and I need to take care of it. And I, and I want to get it to its full potential, right? And so it's just about things like that, you know, uh, that type of stuff, physically exercising, physically putting discipline on yourself to go do something. It, it, I think it opens up your mind. It finally releases some of that tension too that you you get stuck with through emotions and everything you might be dealing with, depression, anxieties, right? Fucking bench press 150, you know, 30 times and, and see how that kind of starts to dissipate a little bit. It'll still be there, you know, and every day you're just inching. That's it. You're one degree better, one degree better, one degree better. That's it. By the end of the year, you're going to be fucking 365 degrees better. Um, so I think a lot of that does help, you know, mental health issues, anxieties, and this and that is we just kind of got to be strong. We got to be, we have to be, we have to be tough on ourselves, right? Other people, you know, we have the benefits of having personal trainers and this and that now, right? Um, the benefit of that is that you have somebody telling you what the fuck to do. They're telling you what your voice inside your head should be telling yourself. Um, and some people, but some people need that, right? For me, I think I was always able to really convince myself I've always wanted to do, right? Like I got this fucking, I went and also bought a, a freestanding bag that you fill with water and it can go up to 275 pounds. So you ain't, you ain't really fucking knocking that shit over, right? As hard as you can hit it. Um, I bought it because... I, I've, I've been talking about the fighting thing. I've been talking about just, you know, I can throw hands and this and that. And, and, and that's something I used to love to do. I remember when my dad fucking bought me a, a punching bag and we set it up in our garage and we had it all through, you know, I would say eighth grade to high school, right? At the senior year. And, um, you know, I miss that. I miss that type of just, you know, I skate, right? And I skate and I go hard and doing tricks and getting air and, you know, doing some complex shit that's physically demanding on your body and your mind. It's great. And it's a great release and it's a great exercise. But my mind also likes doing shit like that, hitting the fucking bag for 10 minutes, you know, learning to throw combinations. Um, just, just discipline, you know, I, that's what I'm, I feel like. And it's also like, I have all the time in the world, right? I work only a couple hours a day teaching art and this and that. So there's a lot of time where I'm just chilling, 
right? A lot of time I'm just chilling. And yeah, I do productive things. I'll make music. I'll, uh, I'll paint, right? I'll do a lot of things that are productive. I'll write ideas down, right? I'll, but a lot of the time, I got a lot of free time and I'm chilling. So really just starting to push myself to go to the gym. That's also why I haven't really been um, as proactive in the podcast because, you know, instead of me going to the gym, going to the gym at 830, getting back by 930, 10, you know, showering and this and that, I, I just started hitting the bag, you know, go then eat breakfast. So it's like the workouts are becoming longer and longer. <clears throat> and, uh, and it's been a little tougher for me to fit the podcast in. But again, I've had some tremendous guests and some really fun podcasts and good times in it. And um, shout out to those people. And shout out to, I'm actually going to be having a couple new guests on in these next two weeks. Uh, one of them is my friend, my dear friend and uh, recording artist, musician, actress, Crystal Turner. Right, Lovely girl. So I'm excited to have her on the podcast and also my buddy Kunga, he goes by Kunga. Um, it's Anthony, right? His real name. A tremendous musician as well. He's fucking wicked. And um, I've, I've showed you guys his music before. Um, and yeah, he's a good dude. And I'm excited to, to catch up with these people and talk to him. And it's been a while. It's been a while since I've had, uh, you know, I saw Crystal maybe a year ago, maybe. Yeah, a year ago. I, I gave her one of the wrist shirts. So, yeah, we'll be having those people. Um, I hope everybody had a good uh, Mother's Day, right? Whether, you know, you guys spent it with your moms or not, I hope I hope it was a good day. And, you know, I hope we reflect on, geez, man, just, just motherhood and being blessed to have a good mom. Right. I'm, I'm being blessed with having a good mom and um, it's tough. Maybe some people out there haven't. Right. Um, so if you got a good mom and she's here, you know, definitely hope you gave her a call. I hope you sent her some love and I hope you guys all had a great day. And I hope you mothers out there had a tremendous day. New mothers, older mothers, grandmothers. Shit, you know, even dog moms celebrating. Right. <laughs> So uh, that happened on yesterday, this past weekend. Saturday, we had a UFC fight, UFC fight night, which was great to tune into. I, I tuned into it on Hulu. So if you got Hulu, you can fucking go on and watch UFC, not the main pay-per-views, but the uh, fight nights and stuff, which they should at least put the main pay-per-views to be able to be purchased on Hulu. But um, through Hulu, you get the ESPN, and you can watch the fight nights. And uh, I was excited for it, more so for the Donald Cerrone fight, right? I'm a longtime Donald Cerrone fan. Um, I remember watching him when I was maybe 14 years old, right? Just watching these guys when I, when UFC was really coming out on Spike TV and this and that. Um, and Donald Cerrone is a fucking legend. And he's knocked out some great fucking people. He's been active for how long, man? Since 2011? How long has he been active for? March 29th, that's when he was born. Tremendous kicks, though, this fucking guy. Um, 
he's absolutely dominated the division before, but it seems like there just comes at a certain time, right? This is his 10th, 10 years of fighting, right? 10 years of fighting. Um, and you see it with, you know, you saw it with Anderson Silva and stuff that such great warriors, great fighters, it's tough for fighters to walk away at the right time. You ever notice that? That it's tough for the fighters to walk away at the right time. You saw it with Chuck Liddell. You saw it with Tito Ortiz. I mean, Tito Ortiz is probably still fighting to this day, right? Um, you saw it with Anderson Silva. And it's a shame because, you know, then people just people just see your last fight as and your last couple fights and this and that. You're never able to, you know, just kind of ride off as the greats, even though these people are the greatest of all time. Fighting is crazy, and it's always constantly changing, right? If you watch those fights from fucking 10, 15 years ago, way different from the fights now, really. Um, Just different styles of fighting start to emerge. You know, like, the, for example, the leg kicks. Right, those leg kicks weren't really used all that often back in the day. They were here and there. You know, you saw some guys throwing leg kicks, or more so kicks to the body, kicks to the head, right, knees and shit like that. The the front leg kick that one is relatively like really just popping off now. Um, just things like that, you know, the, the, the fighters, they learn, you know, fighters, there's a generation under us that are watching all these fights and they're learning from that and they're learning and they take it and they train and, you know, what can you do? Um, so yeah, it was, I thought he was looking good out there. Um, it just seems like, you know, it's tough to take a hit. That guy, that other guy came in swinging, immediately came in, rushed, uh, Cerrone. And, um, yeah, I mean, Morono, the other guy's been fighting for a while too. And, and, uh, he's been doing good. I mean, look, it looks like Cerrone is given his sixth straight defeat. It's a quite a big losing streak. I think, you know, it's almost like what I'm seeing with him was what happened with Chuck Liddell, where Chuck Liddell just couldn't take that fucking right hook anymore. He couldn't take that right hook anymore. Everyone was getting him with that fucking hook. Um, that's kind of what I saw in this fight. Is I think he had his left hand down and just got clocked with the right hook. You know, that, that was what was really kind of shaking him. He got hit with a knee and stuff. I mean, and so Donald Cerrone claims he's absolutely not quitting. He says, no way, I'll never go out like this, 100%. I know I'll come in uh, whooping ass right off. Um, there's no way I'd end like this. Couldn't let my legacy end like this. But yeah, I call my boss and say, hey, it's been a rough couple of years. But when it's time, let me bow out right. Yeah, that's the thing with the fighters. You know, so much pride. So much pride. And this is, guys, one of the greatest, you know. Such a good fucking... He's knocking people the fuck out, man. Um, very dynamic, explosive in his day. And he's still, you know, it's not like he's an old fucking guy. How old is he? <clears throat> but when you're talking about 10 years of fucking 
getting in brawls. <clears throat> He's 38 years old. You know, it's, um, it's tough. Um, so, you know what? I, I definitely see him coming back. He's a tough guy. He's, he's not going to quit like that. And hopefully he can get a couple strings of wins and, and is able to retire, you know, happily. Um, but it's also like I, I understand that. I understand it from a skateboarder's perspective. Someone who is willing to go out there and get hurt and and go out there and get hurt for the rest of their lives because they just love doing what they love to do, all right? Um, not saying that you're going to get hurt all the time because you've got skills and you've developed, you know, such a good skill set and understanding and mastery of what you do, right? Obviously, skating and fighting, way different, right? Way different. Um, but what I'm saying is I understand it from the perspective of looking at something that you love to do and knowing that you're absolutely not quitting, right? You're absolutely not quitting. Um because even if so, even if he gets a doesn't get a contract with the UFC anymore, he's probably going to go on to the Bell Tours and to this and that, right, into the other into the other leagues, and start fighting. So I just wish the best for that guy. That guy's a tremendous athlete. He was one of the fucking most fun guys to watch fight, um, and is just was just an animal. He's just always been an animal. Um, he's a beast. And you can't deny that guy. But again, it goes back to, you know, it's a different generation of fighters. And this guy's been so fucking good that he's fought several generations of fighters. But what do we see when we see the guys that have fought several generations of fighters? It comes to a point where the reaction time's not as good. The, the ability to take the hits is not as good. Um you know, that's something he's going to have to figure out within himself. Um, but yeah, what do I know, right? <laughs> I'm just a fan. I'm just a fucking fan watching from the outside in. Um, Dodgecoin. Wow. Dodgecoin. Let me put it this way. Now it's down, it's down to 48 cents, right? After hitting a tremendous 67 and stuff like that, 69, 70, I think 71. It's down to 48 last time I checked. Listen, people, if you had invested into the doggy coin uh, several podcasts ago, which was several, several weeks ago, I, w- I would dare to say probably I've been talking about it since I started the podcast um, around April. Definitely talking about it. Think about how much it's gone up. You could have bought it at five cents when I was talking about it for you guys to buy it, and we'd still be up tremendous. We'll we'd still be up tremendously. Um, it's gonna go up. I don't know what the whole thing with the fucking Elon Musk being on SNL and this and that. I don't know what the fuck that was gonna do to it, but apparently it went down. Right, went down about twenty cents. Um, I don't know. People, people don't necessarily just panic sell. People just fucking short the stocks. People do all sorts of things. You know, they make their money, they sell it off, they fucking invest more, 
make it go back up, sell it off. You know what I mean? It's just the name of the game. People are putting in money, people are putting it out. People are putting in money, they're pulling it out. But that fucking thing is going to go up. If it hits a dollar and you got yourself, you know, 10,000 shares at five cents, boy, you are fucking killing it, right? Um, how much would that have been? $500. If you had put $500 a couple months ago on doggy coin and it hits a dollar eventually, you're going to have made $10,000. <laughs> and that's, you know, it's like, dude, it's going to go up. Obviously, look at all these fucking cryptocurrencies. Look at all these cryptocurrencies. People can just make cryptocurrencies. It's it's at the head of the media. It goes. It's like the Jake Paul thing. It's like the Jake Paul effect. Let's call it that. It's in the media, whether it's negative publicity, positive publicity, it don't fucking matter. It's in the media constantly. Top trending stories: Doggy Coin, Doggy Coin, Doggy Coin, Jake Paul, <laughs> Jake Paul Mayweather. Um. That's another one we got to get into because that shit's crazy, right? That shit's crazy. Um, yeah, even the the ETC, the Ethereum Classic, boy, I got that shit at $8. Okay, you hear me? I got that Ethereum Classic at $8, couple shares, couple shares. It's at 100 now it's low. Now it's low, but it's still at $120, right? It hit upwards of 150 160 I think. Now it's back down to 120. Bro, I bought it at $8. Okay. I'm not no fucking guru or nothing. I just, you know, it's it's there in front of us, people. And they're on these platforms that are professional, incredible. You can go ahead and talk shit about the the Robin Hood and that they're getting sued and that they're they're getting closed. They said the same about TikTok. Okay? If they can't fucking shut down TikTok in America, they ain't shutting down this fucking Robin Hood for nothing, boy. All right. If you can make money off of Thin air <laughs> off of putting it in one account and then just a couple months later taking it out. Why not? Why the fuck not? Um, let's get it. Yeah, let's get into that. Logan Paul. Logan Paul versus fucking Floyd Money Mayweather. And obviously we all saw the video of the altercation <laughs> that happened after the fucking uh, press conference or whatever the fuck that was, right? Um, of Jake Paul taking his hat and absolutely all hell breaking loose. Eight people jumping on Jake Paul resulting in that black eye. But here's, here's the thing that man, Jake Paul, I'm starting to, he's starting to really get my, my attention and my respect. And I'm starting to like this fucking guy. I'm starting to like this guy because first off he went up there alone where were Jake Paul's boys? His brother was somewhere far away from him. Jake Paul goes up to these things alone. All right? Starts talking to Floyd Mayweather. They're exchanging. He said, you're going to fucking beat us both in one night? That's what you're saying? All right, all right. They start arguing. Got your hat. Got your hat. Walks away. Tries to walk away, all right? <laughs> Got your hat. Gets jumped. Still holds on to the hat. Still holds on to the hat. He's getting hit in the face. He's blocking, right? He's blocking, laughing. You know? 
shouting, I got your hat, pussy. I got your fucking hat. And then he drops, and then he drops a thing called gotcha hats after. I don't know if it's all a publicity stunt. Never seen Floyd Mayweather get like that. Um, but he really did get hit in the face hard as fuck. So, um, you know, the kid is doing something. He knew what he was going to go do. And here's the thing. Why'd they get so fucking mad at him for grabbing that grown man's hat? Okay, it's a disrespectful thing. Okay, this and that. Floyd Mayweather, bro, you're supposed to be the greatest boxer of all time. You're going to let this fucking guy who's acting childish get you like that? You know, to me, it was like, to me, it didn't look good for him. Now, people may disagree with me, um, right? He Oh, he got disrespected. He was supposed to do something. Of course, these fucking kids are going to get hit in the face. They're disrespectful. I get that. But it's a hat, bro. It's a hat. You're supposed to be the most fucking wealthy boxer of all time. It's a hat. When you see somebody lose their cool like that, it shows weakness, it showed weakness to me in that part. And then here's another thing. You got this dude going against a giant fucking guy. He's going against, obviously, Logan Paul. Lost his, his other boxing fights. Isn't some crazy uh, good boxer. He's 26 years old, it says. And he's six foot two. Floyd Mayweather, although he is the greatest fucking boxer of all time. Has the most undefeated record, right? Um, he is five foot eight and one hundred and fifty pounds. So you're going against a guy who is uh, damn near eight inches taller than you, right? He's uh, let's see, more and and six inches taller. Six inches taller probably has a way wider, way fucking bigger reach. Um, 76 inch reach to a 72 inch reach, not terrible, but still Floyd Mayweather is going to have to be inside. And if he's getting this emotional about it, I don't know. Obviously, here's what I'm going to say. I think Floyd Mayweather is going to win it, but I would not rule out that he can get hit with a very hard punch. Now, you can argue he was in there with McGregor and he didn't get fucking knocked out, but McGregor had some really good hits in there. McGregor had some really good fucking hits in there. Um, the difference is that a guy who's six foot two has more knockout power than a guy who's five foot eight. That's all I'm saying. Floyd Mayweather could be peppering him the entire time and break him down. But all Logan Paul needs is one. All the Paul brothers need is one. Um, And here's the interesting part. You don't see him going against Jake Paul. Why is he not going against Jake Paul? He's going against Logan Paul. Interesting thing. The face-off was insane. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Um, I, I think it was a very real thing. You know, I think it was a very real thing, and it was weird to see him, Floyd Mayweather, get so 
butthurt about a hat and being disrespected in front of everyone. That showed weakness to me. To me, that showed weakness. Right? I get the whole disrespect thing. I get the whole disrespect thing. But you are a 44-year-old man dealing with a 25-year-old kid. You're going to let him poke your buttons because he grabbed your hat? Okay, take my hat. Watch what I'm going to do on on May 8th. When are they fighting? When are they fighting? Um... You know, Sunday, June 6th. If I was him, I would have let him take the hat and been all right, tell my boys, relax. It's a fucking hat. It's not like he threw a punch at him. It's a fucking hat. Watch what I'm going to do on Sunday, June 6th. That's it. That would have just showed way more confidence, way more, yeah, just way more fucking confidence about your abilities, dude. You're the greatest boxer of all time. You're going to act like that? Your boys are going to act like that? He came up to you alone and you had eight fucking dudes around you? This, this, I, I'm predicting this could be bad for Floyd Mayweather, man. I'm really fucking predicting that. And the reason I say that is because although people don't want to admit it, People don't want to admit the fact that the weight and height difference is a major, major, major thing. It's a major disadvantage, dude. Not saying, look, I'm a small guy. I'm a, I'm five foot nine, and I fucking weigh 137 pounds. <laughs> I am a tiny guy, right? And growing up, I fought dudes that were a lot taller. I fought dudes that were six foot. Six foot two, and I've won. Not saying that it can't happen, um, but a street fight very different from a boxing match, right? Uh, the element of surprise and all that. Um, but even just like friendly boxing matches and this and that, I always, I always beat dudes that were bigger. Um, so I could, I, I totally see Mayweather winning. But what I also see is Mayweather getting caught. Mayweather could get caught. And how insane would it be for the boxing world to see a guy who's 50 and 0 lose to a guy who's 0 and 1? Oh no. Right? When are we going to see a, a Donald Cerrone situation or, or or an Anderson Silva situation or a Chuck Liddell situation where you know and this is not taking anything from these guys. These are the toughest human beings on earth. These are the toughest human beings on earth. They are fucking warriors at heart and mind, body, and soul. They are fucking warriors, and they they command respect. But it's tough to see guys not know when to walk away when when it's time. And, you know, this would be an interesting thing in the world if the greatest boxer of all time throws, throws kind of his legacy on one fucking fight. A couple million dollars even though he's already got millions and millions and millions. Maybe he wants to shut this guy up. But to me, I think he's fighting the wrong brother. He should fight Jake Paul, not Logan Paul. Right? Because that's the real boxer. Not somebody who fought once. Right? At least Jake Paul is doing what he's saying he's going to go do. Right? 
So very interesting. Something we're definitely going to tune in on. Um, I'm excited. I, you know, who's to say? Obviously, probably Mayweather's going to win, but you never know. But again, you know, you saw my Askren prediction, and or, yeah, you saw my Askren prediction. You saw my my Usman uh, Masvidal prediction. I don't have very good predictions, right? Um, uh, somewhat accurate, somewhat accurate, but at the end of the day, those were two knockouts that, that I didn't see coming, right? Not the Usman. I could see Usman knocking him out for sure. Cause he's such, such, such a beast dude. and he knocked out Burns. So it was in, my, in the back of my head that he had knocked out this guy Burns. You could totally see him knocking Masvidal out just in take. Here's the thing. When I look at a fight sometimes, not all the time, but I would say 80% of the time you look at a fight, you look at the guy's body language and you look at the two bodies compared. That's a strong indication of who's going to win the fight. Um, obviously, there's skill and what happens in a fight and everything else that, that could render the guy who didn't look as athletic beat the other guy, but... In a case like Kamaru Usman and Jorge Masvidal and Kamaru Usman and everybody else, that guy is on just some other peak level of human fitness, of power, um, just a dominator. So you can't put it out of the realm of possibility that that guy is going to starch anybody and everybody because he starts the last four guys he fought. Um, so that's, a, that's also what I also take into account with this Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul, the, the, the difference, right? The, the age difference, the height, the, the weight, the physical power. Um, but again, Logan Paul's not Jake Paul. Jake Paul looks different. Jake Paul is fucking built. Okay. He's got a, he's got a build. He's got strength. He stroke, he throws straight punches that knock people out. Not wind up fucking overhand, straight pop, pop, straight punches. Okay. The guy is serious. So that's why definitely Mayweather's not fighting him because he knows he could definitely maybe get caught by a really hard strike. Now, Mayweather's definitely going to outstrike him. Um, we'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited, bro. I've been watching a little bit of boxing. I saw some boxing on Saturday too before the uh, before the UFC fight night thing. And yeah, yeah, man, you know, we're, I'm excited for all these fucking fights. And what else is going on? We also got them fucking McGregor fight. McGregor Poirier. When is that? That's in June as well. UFC 264, July 10th. July 10th, and they fought in January with Dustin Poirier knocking out Conor McGregor. Yeah, this is going to be another really good one. Another really good one. I really hope uh, it'd be great to see Conor McGregor come back. Um. You know, other podcasts, a lot of this and that, other talk shows and things of that nature, MMA talk shows, you know, they talk about not being as hungry anymore. He's he's so wealthy. He's got his businesses and this and that. And listen, all these other guys, they got a ton of other things going on for them too, you know. 
but it, there is that sense of hunger and there's also that goes back to the discipline right if you're if you're spreading yourself thin and you're doing so many things you're not training as much you're not training for the next guy and the next guy and the next guy when you got a guy like Kamar Usman who's that's what he's doing he's training for the next guy and the next guy he said it I'm just looking for the next guy and the one after that and that and that. You know, McGregor was looking out for, oh, well, I, want, I got all this money. I might as well start, might as well start my fucking, my Conor McGregor accent. Might as well start my fucking, my fucking, what is it? Uh, 151 proof. What is it? Fucking, oh my God. What is this fucking label called? Uh, I can't believe I don't fucking know what he's, what is, uh liquor is proper 12 <laughs> get yourself a nice bottle of the proper 12 right um probably a horrible irish accent i apologize but um great character i mean he's a great character he's a great fighter you cannot deny conor mcgregor so it'd be great to see that guy come back and fight but this is what a lot of the other the MMA community you would say is, speaks about is is the fact that he's not hungry anymore. This is the fact that he is doing all these other things and not, you know, fighting, right? And so like Ben Askren, Jake Paul. We'll go back to that. Ben Askren had apparently only gone to train boxing for one week. For one week it came out that he only trained boxing for one week. So he took it very lightly, right? Where whether where you got the other guy on your opponent's side, he's fucking grinding out, dude. He's going to the gym every day, twice a day if needed. Right? You know, it's about who wants it more. Obviously, it's all physical. It's all who who gets caught at when and you know, George St. Pierre, that 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 uh Joe Rogan podcast was phenomenal. And he said something, you know, when you zig. When you zig, when you were supposed to zag and you get caught, that's it, right? It's Things can happen at any fucking point. Um, I don't know. A lot of it is physical. Everything about it is physical. Um, but you also need that heart. Boy, you need that fucking, who wants that, right? Because you guys are both elite level fighters. And hitting each other fucking hurts, <laughs> It hurts, you know? That's why they have so much respect for each other because they know they hurt each other hard, dude. They hurt each other. So anything can happen at that point. It's about who the fuck wants it, right? Who wants that title? Um, I hope Conor McGregor gets that hunger back in him, right? Because if not, it's going to be, it's going on to another one of those things. When is it time to walk away? from the thing you love to do, right? And with fighting, that's what gets real tough right there. And I don't, I don't have no experience with the fighting thing. I want, I'd like to start training in boxing. That's what I'd like to start doing. Just for the fuck of it. Just to go spar from time to time. Just to learn. Just to get some sort of discipline in, in my body and in my mind. Some sort of philosophy as well. Added on to the things that I already know and love to do. And, you know... See of what I've I've loved to do for so long, which is skating and this and that. See how that's helped me have control of my body in ways that I, you know, 
the normal person doesn't have control in their bodies. And maybe that can translate into another discipline as well. You know, I, and look, I do this podcast and shit. I hope people are listening and I hope you guys not only listen, check out what I do, right? Look at the videos on my Instagram at Roman the Stoic. Um, check out my music on the Spotify, on Apple, on everything, every platform, Roman the Stoic, right? I've made music since I was a 14 year old kid. Um, the music that's out there is for more of my twenties. Um, but I've made music for a long time, recorded and wrote and produced and worked with other artists and met a ton of other artists, right? Um, I graduated from college just doing nothing but art and painting and drawing, right? And, uh, and taking all these different art classes, graphic design, fucking, um, you know, even a clay class that I almost failed because the teacher absolutely hated me. That professor hated me. Right? It didn't matter what I made. It could be something dope. She still gave me a fucking F. She wanted to fail me, that bitch. Um, I can't believe it. You, the professors either loved me or they fucking hated me. But anyways, right? So I say, you know, I go from making music. I make music all in my 20s. I'm, I'm also being a creator. I'm painting. I'm creating things. Um, it leads me to being a teacher and this and that. I've skated for most of my life, right? More than half of my life, I've been a skateboarder. Um, and now I'm trying as an old man, as a 27 year old dude, I'm trying to go learn how to fucking box, right? Like I, this, this might sound, you know, super cocky or confident or this and that, but what, you know, there's nothing other than it. I am a, I'm a Renaissance man, right? I'm, I'm a new age Renaissance man. And I think I have been for a long time because I do a lot of other dif- disciplines, but to me, it just kind of falls under this one category of just art. And being a creative person and being an an imaginative person. Not only being imaginative and being out there, but at the same time, being in touch with who I am and being grounded, right? Through disciplines of this nature and having a philosophy of not only am I doing what I love, but how is this enhancing my experiences as a human, my journey through life? right? How does this enhance me as being the, as good as a person as I can physically be? I think that's what it really stems down to. How can I be as physically and as mentally good as I can be? And it doesn't come easily. It comes with a lot of hard work. It comes with a fucking voice in your head telling you what to do. Come on, you got to fucking do it, right? I woke up Tired from the whole Mother's Day extravaganza yesterday. Um, I woke up tired as fuck this morning. I still got to force myself in my head. Got to wake up, dude. You got to go get up, walk the dogs. You got to go to the gym. You got to do your chest, right? You got to fucking get bigger. You got to eat. You got you to gotta push yourself to do things, right? You got to start really really pushing yourself and having that voice. And that's going to go with everything, man. You want to be successful at life. You got to have discipline. And I'm not saying I'm this fucking super successful guy. I'm not, I'm a broke artist. (laughs) I'm a broke fucking artist who makes ends meet through art and doing what he loves and having a passion for what I do. My, my, the reason I do things isn't for monetary value. It's for spiritual value. 
right? It's for being happy at the end of the day with what I've done and what I do, right? So that's that's what it is. That's how I'm going to leave it off today. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we're going to start going at it again. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to catch you guys up on what I've been doing, uh, how I've been thinking lately and shit of that, you know, shit like that. So thank you everybody that's tuning in. Like I said in previous podcasts, you guys are tuning in from everywhere, all sorts of different states, all sorts of different fucking countries. I don't even know if people fucking understand it, but you know, there's a high retention span, meaning that people fucking listen. So shout out to everybody out there. Thank you so much. Um, this is the risk report. All right. We'll see you next time. Peace. Now, wow, 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 yeah, yeah. La 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 la. La la la. La la la. So I don't know if I chose this life or if this life chose me. Did this life choose me? Yeah, yeah No, I don't know if I'm doing it right Or if it's all a dream Is it what it seems? Lately I've been working and so searching Little sleep, my dome's hurting Can't waste time, tomorrow's never certain In the studios I'm lurking Watching out for serpents and they venomous traits See if they say that I'm great Best believe that I'm great I'm making art till I'm eating my face then you listen to me speak over beats through the pearly gates I ain't afraid if you hurt me, babe See, I would bleed for this music, die for the truth Tear apart my soul inside of the booth Even when you're cold, I'll do it all for you Cause without you, ain't no fucking clue what I would do I don't know if I chose this life Or if this life chose me Did this life choose me? Yeah, no, I don't know if I'm doing it right Or if it's all a dream Is it what it seems? Lately I've been working so certain Lately I've been working so certain Hey, hey, hey Lately I've been working so certain Lately I've been working so certain No, I don't know, I don't know No, I don't know, no, no